There's an elephant in the room, and we're going to talk about it. The Love Times 2 podcast starts now. Welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome to the final installment of the Love Times 2 Summer Leadership Series. Today we're going to take on a topic that in some circles is going to be viewed as really controversial. I guarantee it is. Uh, but, you know, that's okay because there are some things out there right now that just um, that, that are demanding that this needs to be said. So I'm going to start this dialogue today on civility, especially civility in leadership and how it relates to this whole effort to love every mom and every baby no matter what because that's what our mission is. And so when there's something impacting that mission, we need to talk about it. And this growing lack of civility um, that we're seeing rearing its head right now is something that uh, seriously, uh, we know we need to tackle that. We need to address that. We need to dialogue on that. And we need to start thinking about this at a much more serious level. And before we dive in, I just want to say that I really do hope that you've been enjoying this special leadership series of the podcast. It's hard to believe that going way back to July... We started this, and you know we've we've had five episodes that have covered a lot of ground. I hope that that ground has been helpful to you, that it's been challenging to you, and that uh, in your own life it's had an impact. Now, starting in September, we're going to be moving on to some other great topics. But I really hope to see uh, that you can see how all of this through this leadership series is all blended together, and we've been focusing on leadership, and we've been doing that for a very specific purpose because we want every leader at every level, uh, whether you see yourself as a, a big influencer or a little bitty tiny micro influencer or whatever, um, we want to be helpful uh, to you just to get better and uh, energized and charged up about making the world a better place for moms and babies and how we can all be better at making that happen. We all have room for improvement. Uh, so, and, and let me just say, I've said this, I think every series, even if you don't see yourself as a leader, you know, leadership is influence. And I guarantee there's somebody in your life that you are influencing, whether you see it with your eyes or not. There's somebody that you are probably influencing. In fact, I would take probably out. There's somebody you're influencing. Uh, so don't think that, uh, wow, this doesn't apply. It does apply. Uh, but at minimum, I hope that at whatever level that you are in leadership and influencing people, that this series has been an encouragement to you and that it's been something that has just been thought-provoking to you. Now, the next time we're going to get together, I have the very first interview podcast for Love Times 2. I'm really excited about this. It's it's adding a whole new element to our show mix, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it, too. And I think you're going to enjoy the special guests that I have lined up. Um, we're going to be hearing from uh, one of the most innovative leaders uh, in the United States on reaching women, sometimes minutes before they're making an abortion decision. So I think you're going to really enjoy that interview, and uh, I hope that you're right there with me on it and looking forward to this new phase of the podcast by opening it up to uh, to an interview format. Uh, now, if this is the first episode of the Love Times 2 podcast for you, then I want to encourage you to go back through the entire archives and listen to our past episodes. I think you'll enjoy the stuff that we put out there so far, and uh, hopefully I think you'll agree that we, we come at things from a different angle. We're not just talking about, oh, here's what happened in, you know, in Congress today or something like that. There are plenty of shows where you can listen to that. That's not what we do. Uh, so I hope you'll enjoy the, the sort of different, fresh mix that we have out there. And if you missed the last episode in the Leadership Series, uh, 
um, I, and you didn't hear this announcement, I'm pleased to make this announcement again. Um, we are on Apple Podcasts now. It's a really big deal for us. And so now it's really simple to find us. You go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, never miss another episode. That's simple. So on Apple Podcasts, just search for Love Times 2. That's love, letter X, number 2. There's no space there. And you'll see our podcast pop up, subscribe, and, and uh, you know we're all good with that. And uh, just one more thing. If you have a topic or a question that you'd like for us to address on this podcast, email me. We'd love to hear hear from you at uh, podcast at lovetimes2.org. Maybe even have a suggestion for um, how the podcast could be better, whatever. I mean, we're wide open to that. So I really want to have a dialogue with you uh, on that. So let me know if there's something that's on your mind. So as we transition now uh, to get into the topic of today, really, I was thinking through the various different options for, you know, how do you wrap up a summer leadership series? I wanted to do something that was kind of a good special wrap up, not just, you know, uh, end it on a flat note. And so I was thinking, you know, how do we do that? What are the things that are pressing? And it just strikes me that uh, to have a relevant leadership discussion, it needs to be relevant in the sense that it's applicable to the world happening around us right now. Just, you know, not something that we're just talking in theory that has no direct application, but something that really is meaningful. And as I thought through that, it became very clear to me that there is an elephant in the room in today's world that needs to be addressed. And you don't need me to tell you that, that you know things seem to be getting just nastier and nastier all the time. I mean, it just seems like there are way too many people out there right now ready to fly off the handle at a moment's notice. And, you know, now it even seems like there are people trying to outdo each other by seeing who can be the most outrageous in their protest or their angry rhetoric or whatever's going on. I mean, the outrageous is becoming more outrageous. And, you know, let me be very clear. I don't want to be misunderstood on this, okay, at all. I'm going to be very clear on this. I'm talking across the board. I mean, you may be thinking when I'm talking about the radical protest, maybe there is a group, a person, something that comes to mind. You think, oh, he's talking about, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm talking about across the board. And I'm I'm talking about some of this even happening in sections of the world that claims to be under the pro-life banner. And it's everywhere right now. It is everywhere. And last week I heard a message from a nationally known pastor who was really uh, addressing even this lack of civility creeping into church settings and, and really uh, just kind of exuding from people who you know claim to carry the Christian banner, and yet they're jumping right in the deep end of the pool with all this incivility stuff. I'm just telling you, it's really messed up right now. And the way I see it, there are too many people just looking to throw a punch and not really caring who gets hit or who gets hurt. You know, and maybe, I, I don't know what feels that. I was going to say maybe it's, you know, social media gives people that, that power of thinking, hey, I can go out there and have a huge platform. I don't know, you know, what culturally, what's all playing into this. I'm just telling you, too many people looking to throw a punch, not caring who gets hit, not caring who gets hurt. And unless you've been living in a cave somewhere, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, there's no need for me to even expand upon this because you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I mean, it's it's even at the level where I'm going to just share this with you. I call one family-friendly event last year that I was attending where I saw a mother with young children actually become fearful of her children's safety in in an event that should have been uh, it should have been um, you know no type of of conflict at all at this and yet because of the actions of a few people I saw this mom with young children and I saw other families 
actually become fearful for their kids at this event. I mean, that's just not right. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that's happening. That That's my little real-life example of this. You've probably seen similar stuff, and it's happening at a much higher level, um, you know, all across the country right now. So, hey, just listen up as a leader to this. I just want to share this with you. You, as a leader, you need to set the tone. You need to set the pace. That's why this call to civility, you know, in this age in which civility is just sort of being trampled into the mud, civility is indeed a leadership issue. It really is because you're exerting influence. You can either um, be an influence towards civility or you can be an influence towards radicalism. You know, you can join the mob. And you can be just as unruly as the rest or even more unruly if you set your mind to it. Um, I mean, you can do that. You can join the mob. I mean, you can, you know, uh, try to inflame everything around you or you can set a completely different standard for others to see. And, you know, I can't make that choice for you. I can only make it for myself. You have to make the choice of what you're going to do. But I hope you're going to join me in calling for a return to civility in our world today. And not just calling for it, but actually living it. If you're not living it, then the calling for it's just a joke. Okay, so you have to be actually living it and um, not just saying, hey, be, you know, be civil. And then you're out there, you know, just blowing people up out of the water on social media. doesn't work that way. Okay, so if you're going to be civil and you're going to claim civility, then you need to walk that, you know, walk that out in your life there. And let me just uh, put in parentheses here. You don't have to wear some type of religious label to be civil. You really don't. I mean, you could be listening to this podcast and uh, maybe you consider yourself to be an atheist, an agnostic, uh, a doubter, a wanderer. Uh, Maybe you could care less. You don't care at all. I mean, I don't know, um, you know, what your situation is, but you can still be civil to others. And uh, and you know that. I mean, so uh, I'm really clear on this podcast that I'm coming from a Christ-centered worldview. And Love Times 2 comes from a Christ-centered worldview. But if that's not your worldview, you who's listening to it right now, if that's not your worldview, you're still welcome uh, to be a listener. And I hope you'll keep listening. There's not a sign on the uh, on the uh, entry page uh, to the podcast that says, hey, this is only for people that, you know, check off these boxes. Nobody else can come in and listen to this. You're welcome to this podcast. And uh, I'm glad that you're part of it. I hope you keep listening. But for everyone listening who claims to be a Christ follower, not only can you be civil, It is your responsibility as a believer to be civil, to be respectful, and to be a Christ-like example to the world around us. I mean, I know there are mounting frustrations. I know there's injustice. I know we need to speak truth. This is not saying um, and minimizing any of that at at all. Uh, I'm not saying turn a blind eye to injustice. I'm not saying, hey, let's not speak truth anymore. It's not what I'm saying at all. But if we think we're going to, you know, twist the world's arm behind its back and force it to say uncle uh, because we're throwing these harsh words and angry cynicism at it. I'm just telling you, that's a completely wrong approach, completely wrong strategy, and it's not Christ-like. You know, sure, you can get news coverage by doing that. I mean, I'm not going to argue that, but is that the goal? Is that the goal to go out there and get news coverage and, and to try and get ourselves, you know, the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the 30 seconds of fame or whatever it is to say, hey, I was, you know, I was on the evening news tonight or in the newspaper. You know, it's not that hard to do that uh, in the first place. But secondly, is that the goal? I mean, is that really the goal? The first followers of Christ turn the world upside down. Have you stopped to think about that? I mean, we kind of lose focus of that in our world today. But um, if you step back and think about it, it, this is absolutely true. First 
followers of Christ turned the world upside down. And you know what? They didn't have social media. They didn't have Fox News. In many cases, they didn't even have a place to call home. And yet they turned the world upside down. And, you know, you may say, you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, this guy's way off base. And you're saying, yeah, but, you know, they didn't have to deal with Planned Parenthood or the ACLU or, you know, fill in the blank on whatever your favorite uh, antagonistic uh, organization is. You know, no sale. You're not selling me on that. Just tell that to Paul when he was stoned and left for dead. Tell that to John the Baptist. Tell it to Stephen. Tell it to Jesus when he was nailed on a Roman cross. I mean, you and me as leaders, how are we trying to turn the world upside down? Is it through our anger and lack of civility? Spoiler alert, we lose if that's our strategy, okay? We lose if that's our strategy. And sadly, for many of those who are engaged in fanning the flames of incivility, I'll just guarantee you, everything I just said in the last five minutes is controversial. And I, you know, it just blows me away, but everything I just said is controversial, Uh, just simply because I'm calling for civility. Hey, hatred stirs up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. Proverbs 10, 12. Not my words, God's words through King Solomon. The world is busy throwing punches. We need to be busy showing love. And that's why I've got these five challenges just to end this entire leadership series. I have these five challenges for all of us. And uh, I say for all of us, because you know, when I do this podcast, it's like I'm doing a podcast to a mirror almost. And now I'm speaking to myself as much as I am to all of you who are listening to this. And uh, I need these challenges just as much as you do. So here are the five challenges and then we're done. Okay. Number one, refuse to be a clone refuse to be a clone. It's easy to do what everybody else seems to be doing. So if if one group's dominating the news uh, because um, they're louder, uh, they're rowdier, they can do different stuff that the media is going to show up with the cameras and we think, okay, well, we're going to do that as well. So the media will pay attention to us or whatever. You know, it's easy to get sucked into that emotion of mob mentality. Hey, don't be a clone. Be a leader. Leaders aren't clones. You are made as a special individual with special gifts, not as someone who needs to be cut out of this cookie cutter mold and be a clone like whatever others are doing right now and try to out radicalize each other. Refuse to be a clone. Number two, let's all ask ourselves, are we speaking in love? Because I'm just going to tell you, the world hears enough hate and anger. The world has all of the hate and anger that that it wants and more right now. So it doesn't need any more, and it's not looking for any more. You know what the world's looking for? It's looking for grace, not a slap in the face. So before we speak, we must all ask ourselves and answer in full honesty. Are we speaking in love? And if the answer is no, then we have a real gut check and a heart check that we need to do. Are we speaking in love? Number three... Does our walk line up with our actual words? One of the most consistent criticisms of the pro-life world, one of the stereotypes, I guess I should say, is that, oh, well, you know, we're perceived as, you know, lack of caring for moms and babies. But, you know, I got to ask the question because I've seen other individuals that I know are aiding this stereotype. Are we aiding that stereotype or do our lives actually show something different that makes the world around us actually want to stop? and listen to why we believe every mom and every baby should be loved. If we're going to put up uh, all of these words that are building these walls and then expect the world to listen to us, we're just kidding ourselves. We can't bully people into caring about what we believe. 
Number four, are we more concerned about winning a debate than saving a life? I mean, a lot of times I feel like there's this approach that uh, the lines are already drawn. Everybody is entrenched on one side of the line or the other side of the line. And now it's just a uh, slugging match. It's just, uh, you know, one punch after the other to see who's going to be left standing. You know what? That's I'm just going to tell you that's dead wrong. The lines aren't clearly drawn. In fact, the middle ground is fully persuadable, but they're persuadable through grace, not persuadable through attacks. In fact, if you want to be uncivil and you want to attack and you want to throw hate and you want to throw angry words and you want to throw rhetoric, you know what you're doing is you're repelling those who were persuadable, but now say, no thanks, I don't want anything that you are offering. Number five is our focus on the eternal. And don't miss this point. Don't gloss over this. Don't just say, oh, wow, you know, here he goes. He's going to talk about this. Hey, every one of us, every single one of us, including every unborn baby and every mom, is made by a creator with a soul that is forever. Jesus paid the price so that forever could be a forever with him by grace through faith. And are we helping others to accept that great gift or are we too busy pushing them away? Here's the deal. We're not going to change the culture unless we change hearts and minds, and we are not going to see true heart change unless we introduce a hurting world to the one who loves them more than they know. And if our actions block a world from coming to faith in Jesus, we lose, we all lose. Hey, that's a wrap for the Love Times 2 Summer Leadership Series. I really hope that you've enjoyed this series, and I hope that you subscribe to the podcast through Apple Podcast so that you're never going to miss another episode. And just one more thing to ask, please share this on your social media networks. We're picking up steam almost every week now, and uh, you can really help us to get to an even larger audience by sharing this podcast. A really simple thing that you can do uh, to help us out, and I would greatly appreciate it. Hey, next podcast, our first interview. So I hope you tune in, and I think you're going to really enjoy our guests that we have for that. Thanks for listening, and never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number 2.org. Thanks for listening.